Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Straight Up Mom, a podcast of us three moms and all the shit we go through. So this episode, we're going to be talking about pregnancy again. This will be our part two. Uh, We're going to talk about the uncomfortableness and gearing up for labor and everything in between. Yeah. So again, another huge disclaimer. We are in no way any medical professionals. We're just three moms sharing our stories and our experiences. So let's jump in. Uh, I think Cash should start off because you had the most exciting end of your pregnancy, I would say. What do you mean? It's like, I, I guess it's hard to say, but like well, mine went a lot. Well, not a lot. Mine longer. went longer than you guys. Yeah, I was the one who's pregnant the longest. Patting myself on the back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's like we talked a lot about um, like morning sickness and all the things that you usually see like in the first two trimesters, like cravings. The third trimester is a whole other beast oh. um, because you're huge. At you're that massive. Point. Or, well, most women are. Yeah. They're so uncomfortable. Not just with sleep, but, like, things that are... Things that used to be, like, second nature, like putting your shoes on. Yeah, How many times can. did you guys sit there crying trying to get your boots on? Because you can't bend over anymore. My last trimester was... I mean, I gave birth in December. So, my last was, like, right in the winter. Yeah. So, like, winter jackets. I was, like... I stretched my winter jacket to the point of, like, no return. My boots... Of course, they have to be high boots, you know? Because, like, with the snow here... Yeah. Uh, there would be times that I would literally cry just putting my boots on because it's like you can't I can't bend down because if I bend straight down your ribs are like protruding into well and like for those of you who haven't been pregnant before imagine like a giant basketball and like you can't bend over properly like no. you you it's physically like impossible and it, it becomes super super uncomfortable you get so, so winded yeah, you get wind, like, like, you can't breathe, it hurts, like, I remember it physically hurting, yeah. and I, I remember being, like, embarrassed, almost, to be, like, Danny, like, help me, help, like, I just, I need your help right now, you know, like, I'll, like, I remember one of my midwife's appointments, um, at, at the, at the birthing center, they often, like, have you lay on a bed, yeah, and they check you and stuff, so, and you take off your boots, obviously, because you're not gonna lay on a bed with boots, and, they, well, they would ask, they'd be like, are you okay, and I'm like, yeah, sure, what are you going to say? Like, right? I know. And then, at, like, one of the last, um, like... Um, Your regular checkups? Yeah, like, one of my last checkups, I was like, Danny, I'm sorry. You have got to help me put my boots back on. Because, like, I, I couldn't anymore. And I, I remember being embarrassed that I was, like, taking advantage of him or something. Which is, like... It's it's not... Like, your husband wants to help. And, I yeah. mean, every good father but out you there don't or want the help either right but like, exactly this is something you should be able to do on your own you've been doing it since you were like what three and now all of a sudden and I'm i contemplating leaving the house because like do i want to put my boots on and i suffered from extremely swollen feet at one point yeah we'll probably get into that a bit later because there's a reason behind it yeah but, but that too was just like putting on my boots on top of that i was like i could well and you were saying like after work and like you have a desk job so like Carissa that's probably why like you stopped working a bit earlier because you were you have a more physical job but like Kayla I know that you ha- like you would come home and your feet would just like cry, uh, hurt so bad that you would cry right uh, yeah I would it got to the point once where I actually asked Chris to carry me upstairs yeah. and run the bath and I'm not somebody who would soak my feet like I felt like such an old lady but I was like thinking of anything that would help relieve the pain yeah this is probably sounding so scary. Pregnancy, right? like, <laughs> it is tough, but it's also, like, beautiful. Like, it's funny because they say, like, even having a kid in general is, like, so difficult, but it's, like, worth it in the end, yeah. you know? Like, But also, I was still able to go out and enjoy myself. So, like, yeah. I mean, once the initial, like, once the boots were on, I was out. And I yeah. I still went to go hang out with some friends. I actually went to, like, on a hike almost. Mm-hmm. At, like, I, I was still, like, 
up until I gave birth, I was walking probably 30 minutes like a day. Yeah, you were doing like, a lot of walking. I was really, really active. Um, the only thing that like was sucked for me is I would get Braxton Hicks. And for the people who don't know what a Braxton Hicks is, or because I know you guys didn't really experience them. Any. I didn't experience it, no. Um, it's basically things. a false contraction. So you get the, uh, like you get the, um, like the cramping. And for me, it only happened when I walked. Okay. But, like, it wasn't enough like to make me stop. Like I, I, it's it kind was, of exciting too because you know it's yeah, your body getting like gearing ready. up for yeah. birth. Yeah. Did you feel them in your back or was it really just no, a cramp it was in, just, it was, it in was the stomach? Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't have the Braxton Hicks, but I got the um, lightning crotch, oh, which yeah. is like oh the pressure of the baby pushing down on your, I guess your pelvic. Yeah. And I remember that being the most uncomfortable thing. And we like same thing. We were so active. We'd go for walks every night, and that was so uncomfortable and like after five minutes of walking i'm like i'm ready to go home now i remember a few times like in the group chat with the family you would be like like this is really painful like and you were being honest about like how much it hurt but at the same time it's also another thing where it's like it gets you ready like this is what's gonna happen it's coming sooner and sooner it gets you excited for sure like all you know like as annoying and frustrating and uncomfortable all these things are you know it's the build-up for this most magical moment of when you meet your baby yeah that third trimester is i would say it feels like the longest for sure yeah for me it was i agree the longest. especially yeah. those last like four or five weeks i remember cass would message me on a weekly basis <laughs> i know, are i'm you so feeling? sorry and every time i was like please shut up See, I <laughs> like, i'm not trying to be mean but like you keep reminding me that i still have weeks to go and i, I don't want to think about that <laughs> i had ashton by the time you guys reached your third trimester yeah so for me i was like just reliving it through you guys and being like and you kept saying you were like just enjoy it like i yeah. wish i could have like because that's one thing i will like i stress a lot now is really enjoy your pregnancy because like honestly there's nothing better than meeting your baby and having them here but that pregnancy like once you have your baby you have them here for life but you're only pregnant a handful of times in your life yeah and only for nine months at a time so it's like i only plan to have one more kid so i only will have one more pregnancy in my life when you think about it that way and i'm like it's it went by so fast but felt like forever in the moment yeah and that was like so when i saw you guys like going oh, through and it's so done you were like <laughs> i know but like like enjoy it because enjoy i said it, once yeah. they're here it's done like you're never like you will be pregnant again but not for a while it might be sooner for some people but like you're not pregnant for the rest of your life you know yeah. so i really stress that to like try to look through the bad and really enjoy it in the moment and if i could give any like suggestions for those of you who have a like a partner and um i would really say like go on that baby moon if you can yeah, yeah. like enjoy that one-on-one -on -one time with your partner like date them for a while like like I know, well, I mean, for us it was a bit different because we like actually couldn't leave the house. But um, as the world is getting a bit more normal, like I would encourage you to do like dates that you won't be able to do, once like the once the here. baby's here, you know? Because it does take once the baby's here. You do. I mean, you could still go on date nights, but for that first couple weeks, you won't be going there, and you won't want to at first either. That's it. Like for I have a dog, and pre previous to getting pregnant, like my dog, or even while I was pregnant, my dog was my life. And I really spent, because I went off work about a month early before I had my son. And I s enjoyed that month so much, just like bond, like cuddling my dog because I knew that it would change once the dog, uh, once the baby was here. So like you, like Cass said, just really trying to spend a lot of time because you were, went off work how, how early? I think I went off, uh, I guess, 
January, beginning of January, and I was due in March. Yeah. I had reached a point, because my job was very physical. I had reached a point where, like, I just, I wasn't performing well at work anymore. I couldn't climb the ladders. I couldn't move the pallets. I couldn't bend down to yeah. reach the bottom shelves or anything. So it had reached a point where I was just dragging down my team, and I, I, I couldn't couldn't deal with my own stress of like oh i can't be the weakest link you know so i i had made the decision to like leave off earlier yeah. see so, I, how many weeks did you go off earlier i think like eight weeks okay like it wasn't it wasn't i think you can go off like 16 weeks prior without like you're still like you're allowed yeah, yeah. i had tried to push it as far as i could because i didn't want those last weeks to feel even worse but i mean you guys remember i moved uh, yeah right in my like i moved november first have three pregnant people trying to move <laughs> it, it was hilarious <laughs> middle of I, november i organized the tupperwares my job was super super important then that was hilarious to me because i was like super pregnant so everybody's like don't touch that don't do this and then i have you guys carrying boxes doing, i'm like guys you know what's crazy though i'll never get this i was trying to move like a freaking pillow or something it was something so so light and people were like yes don't do that and i was like I can carry a pillow. Like, it doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> Did that bother any of you guys? It bothered your me so much. Like, yes, I'm pregnant and I'm very aware that I'm pregnant, but I'm not, but like, I'm capable of doing things. Like, I <sighs> am more than capable of doing, like, I'm not just a potato at this point, you know? Chris. I'll ask for the help if I need it. Yeah, Chris, for me, he was very overprotective my whole pregnancy. And I don't know why, because, like, I didn't have any, like, major things going on that would warrant it. But, like, the simplest things he wouldn't let me do. Like, we would go get groceries. And if I tried to carry the, the bags in, it would be like, don't carry those. Don't carry those. And I'm like, I appreciate it now when I think about it. But I look back and I'm like, I just, like, I was so mad at that time. Because I was like, just let me do it. Like, I'm not incapable. Like, or even if I walked, he would tell me, like, when I was off for that month, he would be like, when you come downstairs, just stay downstairs. Like, don't be walking up and down the stairs too much. And I'm like... He's like, I, he would read that it would like induce labor. <laughs> and he was so scared that I would go like into preterm labor or something. So it was just like the everyday things that I'm so capable of doing that he was telling me not to do. It's funny because Vincent was kind of the opposite in a sense. Like obviously he was so worried and concerned, but there was some things that he was like, well, why can't you do that? And I'm like, you just don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so sick. I'm tired. I'm like exhausted. I'm like, can't even keep my eyes open. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Just do it for me, you know? And he was like, well, I don't see why you can't. And I remember that used to be like, that used to like push me over the edge. And it's like, he'd help with things I didn't want him to help with, but not help with the things I needed the help with. Like, You know, it's one thing I want to ask you guys. So towards the end, maybe Cass would have experienced this a lot, but towards the end, when you're all belly, you would like, the way that they would position themselves would be so weird and make your belly look like, lopsided lopsided <laughs> yeah there was a few times in the morning where i woke up and like he was totally on to like to like the left side and it was so noticeable danny took so many pictures of me like that he'd be like send your belly what is going on <laughs> did you guys document a lot during your pregnancy oh my god i have like an insane amount of pictures yeah see but i didn't I wasn't doc- working so like it's all i did <laughs> i didn't document as much as i thought i would have yeah um even now, I'm like, I'm slacking in her baby book, like, the first year. I have weekly pictures of pregnancy. Like, yeah. every week. I, I, I had this whole plan of, like, weekly pictures and this and that. And then I guess, like, between working and, like, just time going by, I definitely, like, well, like It's back. like you said, like, pregnancy, yeah, the days feel long. But the nine months pass by so quick. 
and the weeks because when you start doing your like weekly or bi-weekly doctor's appointments they come so you're fast. like oh my gosh i'm already two weeks later and like you don't really like i didn't really i laugh now because it. i always i have some pictures on my phone from like the first like i guess when i first found out i was pregnant i was taking pictures every day barely see anything <laughs> but like and i would tell myself like chris you have to take a picture look how pregnant i look and he would take the picture and i would be like well, i have a massive bump and i remember even sending you a yeah. bunch like on snapchat i'd send like bump pictures and i would be like it would literally be like my food bump by the end of the night but and, and then like yeah i see a little bit and then i'd be like i don't see anything <laughs> but you i just but, can't break it to her yeah. kayla's belly like she barely had anything and then the last couple months she just popped and like i think i didn't see you for like a week and then i saw you and i'm like well she's pregnant i remember at my gender reveal because i did it at 14 weeks since i had the harmony test um a lot of people messaged me after when i posted pictures saying like are you even pregnant like i was wearing jeans like even my mom's like don't wear jeans to your like you don't even look pregnant like and a lot of people were like how are you pregnant there's no bump and then all of a sudden it popped and then it just didn't stop popping. (laughs) once it's there it's there guys yeah that was something that really surprised me where like i slacked on documenting it but near the end of the pregnancy a lot of people talk about nesting yeah did you guys experience that yes i should say for those of you who don't know nesting is near the end of the pregnancy usually a lot of women get this like natural instinct to like organize and like prepare and like sometimes over prepare for the baby um so i'm yeah i'm just curious if you guys experienced it i mean someone like myself with already like anxiety with stuff like this i needed everything done now like yeah. i i waited i waited very last minute in my pregnancy to do it because i thought it was like taboo that if i started too early um that it would like jinx something so i waited last minute but then because we waited last minute i'm like oh my gosh this needs to be done now this needs to be done and i remember vincent like we have time i'm like you don't know people go into labor at like 30 weeks i could be going tomorrow and i remember he was like okay like it's not gonna happen i'm like you don't know which is true you don't it's true you don't (laughs) you have to be prepared for anything so for me i had like i brought my stroller at like 15 weeks pregnant and my uh crib and i bought tons of clothes like that's one thing if you're pregnant i suggest holding off on spending so much money on clothes that uh are small i would like six to nine months is a good age yeah but i bought a lot of like newborn which i did need he was a small baby but not as much as i had and like the zero to three eliza didn't even use newborn outfits so i had like I was planning, but I had a lot of it since I mentioned we moved. Mm-hmm. I couldn't set up because I knew that we were yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. And I moved like a month before. So I was piling it all up. I had it all organized. But I, but once I moved in here to the place I'm at now, I, I think within one week, his nursery was set up. And I did my maternity shoot. Like, so I, I once I got in, I was able to do it. But prior to that, I wasn't. I didn't have the opportunity because I knew I would have to just take it apart anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, Cass, you had to do renovations for your nursery, right? I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out really nice. I, I wanted to. I'm lucky my dad's in construction, so... And he's like Mr. Mr. Fix-It, so he can literally do anything. So I kind of took advantage of that. I had seen a, pic, a picture of a nursery I really, really liked on, um, on uh, Pinterest. And I was like, this is what I want. Um... But my dad, he did it. 
but he's he's a procrastinator like majorly and so like i remember it was like i was so pregnant i was like dad we need to finish this nursery i'm like like it needs to be done you know um but he did and it looked great it, it looks, looks great it looks great. It, it's I'm really a nice lucky. nursery um but i like i said because i wasn't working like i over like it's all i did yeah for like those nine months is prepare like I, I cleaned every closet in my house i deep cleaned my house like i was on my hands and knees like cleaning the baseboards and cleaning the walls and like cleaning the fans and the vents and like i cleaned everything in that house from top to the kitchen i took everything out and reorganized i made space for the baby in every single room like it was ridiculous but like what else was i gonna do that's so funny i did that too once because I, I went off like uh, november first so i did that like the first week my house was like spotless you know and then I wasn't doing anything and Chris wouldn't let me go upstairs and move around. So I was really stagnant. But I remember I started a puzzle. Do any of you remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So I started this thousand piece puzzle and I was like, this is going to take me into labor. I'm going to finish it. And you're like, I'll put it like up in a frame because it'll be like, yeah. To this day, that puzzle is half finished and it's actually hidden under Ashton's crib because it's so big and I don't know where to put it. <laughs> and I've never looked back at it because I didn't finish it before he came. And then your life gets busy, so. One thing I want to ask you guys, because I did it where you didn't, maternity photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you regret not doing them? I don't. Because, but you know what? I, so my mother-in-law, like, offered to pay it for us. Um, and at the time, I had, I remember I had taken some pictures on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I thought they turned out really well. They did. Yeah, yeah they really and, did. And, like, I, re- like, I thought I looked good and, like. I don't know. I, I liked the pictures that I took. Yep. And I just remember thinking, like, I'd rather save, like, the, the photo for shoot gift. for, like, when, for when, um, <laughs> when he's actually here and we'll take, like, family pictures, you know? Yeah. So I don't regret it. Okay. And I remember at one point, like, as much as I loved being pregnant, I, I'm not, I don't find I'm photogenic. Okay. And so I didn't, like, I didn't want to, like, didn't feel sit like- there for, like, four hours and be, like, taken pictures of so yeah i don't regret it see i that was one thing i really wanted i really wanted maternity pictures i think it also has to do with chris is not into photos so i had some pictures of me pregnant but not with chris and that was one thing i really wanted so i i took the opportunity and i had a great photographer she came over to our house we all use the same one right yeah we all yeah. use the same one yeah. i, I love her uh she came and i loved that like i did it just a chill thing right where she came and I just wore like white shirts and jeans, uh, but I love those pictures when I look no, back. Those pictures look, are so beautiful of you. See, Honestly, I think yeah. I I didn't do the maternity photo shoot. I, my I, my good friend took pictures of me. Yeah, like, which turned out really my good. Belly as well. and stuff. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the focus was more my belly than like Vincent and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted the baby pictures after, like mm-hmm. the first yeah, family like pictures. Me. And even to this day, I don't really regret it. I mean, how many pictures on my belly did I need? I mean, they're nice to look back now, but... It's funny, because you guys did the newborn photos, and I didn't, because, I mean, Ashton was born in another lockdown, so I avoided having a photographer come as much as I trusted her and I knew her. It was still, like, that safety for your Mm -hmm. your child. So Mm -hmm. my pictures of my son are only at two months old, which Mm -hmm. they're not the same. Yeah. The problem is when you wait too long for these newborn pictures is it's a little bit more difficult for them to be sleeping through the pictures i yeah. love lincoln's new like they're beautiful they're b- both so ears oh yeah and that's the whereas mine i love them but it was a lot harder to get so it wasn't like like you both position them in cute yeah, poses yeah. i couldn't do and that with a basket where they're sleeping yet. yeah 
I, I would honestly like if you're able to I would suggest doing the newborn pictures yeah maternity yeah. pictures if you get like a good friend or like a professional camera honestly I think like you can get away with it yeah yeah cute little outfit I think definitely you could get away with that I just I think for me it was really because Chris does not take photos and I wanted those photos with him and like I said I rushed to set up my nursery for that whole intention that was more why I did it um do you guys want to move into like like really getting close to labor now so i know for me like you guys have a different story so i'll just say this really quickly and then we can go into yours but um for me i went to 40 weeks and three days before my labor started yeah and from 38 weeks on i tried everything like (laughs) no no like it was i tried everything everything google said i hate dates and i was like trying to eat dates and dates are disgusting (laughs) I remember when they we would taste go for like gigantic raisins. poop raisins or something. I don't know. When we would go for family walks and Cass would be curb walking, one curb leg walking. up on the yeah. curb. I was walking. I was squatting. I would like, I would walk five steps. I'd do a squat. I'd walk another 10. I'd do a squat. Like I was jogging, which I don't know how safe that is, but I was jogging to try and get them out. I remember one night I was literally like, I was bouncing on like the birthing ball and I was pumping because I just wanted to like start my labor i was having after you sex. had like spicy thai yeah food. after i had like the spiciest thai express ever um which only gave me a sore stomach so i don't suggest it um but honestly i'm gonna say this because i know so many like i was looking for anything at that point to like induce labor and i truly believe like just relax enjoy your last few weeks i i genuinely believe nothing will start labor unless you're ready unless Unless your body is physically ready to do it i don't think there's anything that's true maybe castor oil but like it's also dangerous in some sense like that i've heard i don't know but you guys also had a membrane sweep right and how did you find that really helped or not really i had three the first two did nothing um the third the next day i went into labor but again it's because i was 40 weeks three days so like it could have just been because my body was actually ready so i don't know uh so I did my first membrane sweep at, f- I think, 48 weeks. 48 weeks, 38. Uh, 38 <laughs> weeks, sorry. Um, I remember I went into the doctor. No, was it 38? Yeah, 38 weeks I go into the doctors and I'm like, I want her out now. I've had enough. I'm not doing another three weeks. Like, get her out. And she's like, well, you know, we can't really induce before 39 weeks. You know, we need to have a reason. She is measuring big, so we can talk about being induced. Um, but at your, it won't, next week. at your next week's appointment, like... And I'm like, you need to get her out. Like, I don't think I can wait till next week. And she's like, okay, well, why don't we try like a membrane sweep? So I'm like, okay. So we do the sweep. And then I go home. I'm spotting a little bit. I lost my mucus plug. So like, I'm so excited for those who don't know. That's kind of like your first few steps. So they say. So they say. It's the first sign of labor. Yeah. It's basically like the plug that separates. I don't know, I guess that blocks the... It's, it protects the cervix from yeah. the bacteria. Yeah. So, basically, I had lost that, and I'm so excited. I'm scared to go anywhere now because, like, the baby's coming any minute. Um, and then that weekend, I had a scare because I didn't feel movement. So, I'm like, okay, like, so I ended up going to the hospital. And while there, um, after they test to make sure everything's okay with her, they actually performed another uh, membrane sweep. Yeah. So they did that and went home same thing like i felt uncomfortable but nothing happened and i was scheduled to be induced monday morning so like i go into the hospital and while there like i I, we won't get too far into it but while there i did my third membrane sweep 
and that night i actually ended up going into active labor naturally mm-hmm. so i have a very different experience yeah. yeah so for me i i remember at 36 weeks i was home and i had an excruciating pain and chris was at work and he wanted to come home but he, he couldn't really make it so my mother-in-law picked me up and she insisted that i go to the hospital because like as chris knows because she experienced it a lot like you don't want to be that person who goes to the hospital for no reason but everybody was telling me and like my mom had mentioned to go so i'm like okay enough people are telling me that i should go so i went and they checked me out and i was i had already lost my mucus plug which i didn't even feel i didn't notice i lost it so i was surprised at that so i was like oh 30 i'm gonna have the baby next week or like a couple days i lost my mucus plug which is not the case i did um, a few preeclampsia tests that came back fine i didn't have it and i went to my 37 week appointment and i was fine and then my 38 week pregnant i i guess i was 37 and six days i guess i had my appointment and i remember telling chris that day i said i am telling her to induce me this is it i don't want to be pregnant anymore i'm in pain because i like my feet at this point i couldn't walk like they were i, I remember sending you guys a picture they were purple yeah i remember like, that so it was bad. i went to my appointment and they brought me in and like to make it worse they forgot to check me in so i waited like two oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hours before even being seen and then i like finally get up the courage to go say like what's going on and they're just like oh sorry come right in you know so i get my blood test uh my blood work pressure yeah oh your blood pressure yeah my blood pressure and it was really high so they were like a bit worried and i remember like going back to the waiting room and just texting my group chat and being like this is it guys Mm -hmm. my blood pressure is high and they were all laughing at me they were like you wish like you're not getting induced relax you know and then i get into the doctor's office and she's like i'm a little bit concerned like your blood pressure is very high but she was very adamant about wanting me to go the full term because obviously that is ideal in a pregnancy. And she said, I had a pre- healthy pregnancy. I haven't had any reasons. They don't want to induce you if you don't need to, right? That's it. So I did another test on my blood pressure before I left and it was even higher. So my doctor was like, you're going to the hospital. Uh, they're going to check you out, run some tests. and But she was still very adamant about telling me like, no you're you're not being induced she said so if the doctor she said you're 38 weeks so the doctor might just try to induce you she said i don't want that you you call you have them call me and i'm gonna make that decision for you so at this point and it's so funny how prior to leaving for my appointment i was telling chris like i want to be induced i was messaging you guys during yeah, the appointment. I remember. and then the second it became like a reality that like i'm gonna have my son soon Especially on your way to the hospital right and i was alone like chris had offered to come but i was like there's not like because during like the situation we're in right now he couldn't come in until i was in active labor so i was like you can come but what are you gonna do sit in the car i could be there for hours so i drove myself and i get to the hospital i go up and i remember just like and i love like that little feeling of having like hooked up to the machine because like it's so peaceful when you're just sitting there you're the heartbeat yeah you're just you and the baby's heartbeat it's the most peaceful common feeling ever so like i calmed down and i told myself like okay if this is it this is it and so speaking of how I was like overly prepared, I clearly wasn't because I remember them telling me like, we're going to probably keep you. And I asked them, I said, well, can I please go home? Because I had texted Chris and I, t- I said, get the bags ready. I think we're going to have the baby. And he goes, okay, is your bag packed? And I'm like, yeah, it should be. So he opens it up. He's like, you have no underwear. You have <laughs> no, I didn't even have pads in there. And I was like, yeah. okay, no, I got to go home and finish packing my bag. Yeah. Like, So 
I asked the hospital, I said, like, you you did the test, can I go home? And I was like, at this point, I haven't eaten since 3 o'clock because I was, like, yeah. at a doctor's appointment, yeah. So I finished up, and I head home, and I remember just, like, they called me around, I guess, 9 o'clock at night to tell me that I was, I had preeclampsia, mm-hmm. which... Like, well, they told me that I, well, they weren't sure. And then I, so I was like, okay, maybe I won't be having the baby. It was like a big, well, like a mind trick almost. So it's, it's because the doctors at the hospital don't necessarily communicate with your doctors. And because it's so late, it's hard to get the results. Which I have to give a lot of credit to my doctor. She called me off her personal cell phone at 1030 at night to tell me I'm being induced. And I, I went in the next day. And that's really where my labor started. I think this is a good spot for us to end. I think the next episode we're going to like move into our labor. Yeah, I think we had a few questions that we were going to answer from uh, listeners who wrote in. Um, so one question that people asked was, how did you feel towards the end? Like, were you scared of labor approaching? I, okay, so like I've said in the first episode... I just wanted to be a mom my whole life and I want I I still want to become a birth doula I am so fascinated with birth birth to me is like so amazing like I've wanted to experience birth my whole life and labor and so I was not scared at all I like I was genuinely looking forward to it like I remember my first contraction hit I was so happy and like it's the weirdest thing like I just I was so pumped for it but you also had a birth plan yes which we'll go into next yeah um episode but i was not scared at all i was scared for the newborn like i was scared for like not sleeping and all those yeah. things so i wasn't personally scared i don't you? know i don't know if i was i wouldn't call it scared i had bad anxiety um with the not knowing i yep. hated not knowing when the baby was coming i didn't know that I, like i was so scared of like giving birth in my car or like with nobody else around i that i couldn't deal with that's what like really scared me and i think that's part of the reason why i really pushed to be induced because i didn't not like knowing when i was going into labor i hated like oh i'm having contractions but then they go away that that's really what kind of like bothered me the most so i remember probably for me i wasn't scared at all and even one of my friends at work she she got me so like so funny here she goes, you're not terrified to give birth. She's, I don't like, I want to be a mom, but I'm terrified. And I tell her, I said, I'm not scared at all, at all. I would never like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. This is going to be great. You know? And I said, women do this for centuries. Like this is what we're made to do. You're so uncomfortable at this point. You just want them out. Anyway. And that was like early pregnancy, maybe about the middle. And you were just so happy. And then one day I go to work and I look at her and I'm like, I'm terrified. <laughs> I said, now that I'm thinking about it, I have a little frame because even my doctor she mentioned to me and like that I would only be able to deliver a seven to seven pound baby she said anything else she said I would have to get a c-section so I was like I think that's what kind of scared me like throwing off the plan but then I got closer and I got more excited again I think you're so excited to meet this precious little baby that you've felt kick and move and everything for the last nine months you're so ready for that I think that's kind of a motivation to to push yeah to push and to 
So I think that's about it. We should really wrap it up. And next episode, we'll get into our labor stories, which we all have very unique, different experiences. So I look We're forward to We're going to scare them. the shit out of you guys. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't. No, <laughs> I might. Um, but yeah, so uh, please reach out to us. We love hearing we from love. you guys. Um, ask us more questions about labor, especially. There's so many questions about labor that people have. Um and- even if like you're not pregnant right now, but you're planning on being pregnant, reach out to us because we have like so much not experience between us, but just different stories. Stories, and yeah. we want to share them. And I know like a lot of my friends are terrified of labor, and it's like yes, it's scary, and yes, it's like very intense. But like I had really intense labor, and like I already forget about it. So, yep. Ask us questions. Like we really want to get into it. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Let's, let's wrap up this let's episode. Let's wrap it up. You want to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is Straight Up Moms with two H's. H's. And you can also find us on Spotify. Apple. And Google Podcasts. Yeah. Um, please like it. Leave a comment. Anything. Share it with your friends. Please. We look forward to it. All right. So this is Michaela, Carissa, and Cassandra. And this is Straight Up Mom. Shh. <laughs>